Have you ever had this feeling where you're playing an album for the first time and just a few seconds in to the opening track, you're like, oh, I'm going to like this. Well, I can remember the first time this happened to me. It was on Common's album, B, and the intro track, the same title of the album, B. So it opens with these really lush, spaced out strings and something about it is both calming and exciting and all of a sudden the tempo picks up and you're like pulled into it it's like okay where's this gonna take me next and then this synthesizer kicks in and you're like okay what else you got for me and then the piano kicks in And the beat drops. And then comment just says the word yeah. Yeah. And then he says yes. Yes. And just when I think the song can't get any better, Common comes in and drops his verse. I wanna be as free as the spirits of those who left. I'm talking Malcolm Coltrane, my man Yousef. Through death, through conception, new breath and resurrection. For arms, new steps in a direction in the right way. Told inside is where the fight lay. And everything a nigga do may not be what he might say. Chicago nights stay. Stay on the mind, but I write many lives. They lay on these lines. And I'm not even halfway through the opening song, and I already want to replay it. That is the essence, the essence of a great intro track. It gives you everything you need to feel the excitement and the feel of what the album has yet to bring, but it leaves you in this state of bliss for what you've already heard. This is the topic of our episode today, the art of the intro track. I'm Soft Spoken, and this is Mood Ring Radio. So recently on Instagram, we started this 30-day song challenge. Day one of the song challenge, I asked y'all to share a bomb-ass intro song. That is, a bomb song that's the first song of an album. And y'all shared so many amazing songs with me that I wanted to share my favorite intro songs here on this show. And here's how it's going to work. So I decided there are five categories of great intro tracks because every great intro track is great for a different reason. And here are the five types of intro songs we're going to be breaking down on this episode. The first type of intro track is the slow build. This is like B from Cobbins' album. It's something that tells you, hey, lean in. You're going to like this. And the more you lean into it, the better it gets. And it slowly introduces you to what the rest of the album is going to sound like. Number two, you have the knock you off your ass intro track. So what I mean by that is this is the intro track that hits you hard from beat one. It doesn't waste a second to grab your attention. It's already there. One artist that does this really well is Beyonce. She likes to start a lot of her albums off with hard hitters. 
and they're undeniable bangers that are going to leave you excited to hear what the rest of the album is going to sound like. Then the third type of intro track we're going to break down on this show, the Drake. That's right, because Drake's intro tracks are fire. And because Drake's intro tracks set the bar so high, his albums almost anticipate a feeling of like, I want to hear what this first song is going to sound like. That's going to dictate how good this album is going to be because all of his great albums have great intros. All right, the fourth type of intro track, the storytelling track. This is a track that sets the tone with a narrative. And this can start with a skit or talking or a poem, something that tells you that there is a narrative thread that you're paying attention to throughout the album. This is not just a playlist of songs. This is not just a selection of songs. These songs are meant to be heard in this particular order because at the end, you're gonna be taking away some sort of theme or story. This is something that's done especially well by an artist like Kendrick Lamar. Then the fifth and final type of intro track is the fine wine. That's the intro track that the first time you heard it, you weren't quite sure if you liked it, but every time you go back to it, you like it a little bit more. And at this point, you love it. So those are the five types of intro tracks we're gonna talk about on this episode. The slow build, the knock you off your ass, the Drake, the story, and the fine wine. All right, let's kick things off with the slow build. So I couldn't make an episode about intro tracks without mentioning intro by the XX on their album, XX. This intro track literally has YouTube videos that are on 10 hour loops because people love this beat, this intro so much that they can listen to it for 10 hours straight. That is prime example of what makes a great intro track. You just want to keep replaying it over and over again on loop endlessly. Let me get into another one of my favorite slow build tracks. This is Closer by Guapale. It appears on her album, Even Closer. Now, there is hardly anything to say about this track that the track doesn't say itself. It's almost like you don't need words to describe it. It is whatever you're feeling. Closer to 
This is a great slow build song because not every slow build has to reach this peak or climax or even beat change. It starts off slow and smooth and stays slow and smooth. I'm getting So Closer by Guapale and Intro by The XX are two of my favorite slow build songs. But here are some other great, great slow build songs. One of them goes without saying. The opening track from Chance the Rapper's project, Acid Rap, good ass intro. All right, I'm gonna flex a little Spanish on you because another one of my favorite intro tracks is from Bad Bunny's album Yo Hago Lo Que Me Da La Gana. And the intro track from that album, Si Veo A Tu Mama. Oh, and I had to mention Dreams and Nightmares, the intro track from Meek Mill's album, also titled Dreams and Nightmares. This is now a classic song in the culture, and it's a song that has this amazingly long, slow build that suddenly turns into this super hype song that you weren't expecting. What you talking about? Gangsters move in silence, nigga, and I don't talk a lot. I don't say a word. I don't say a word. What's on my ground and now I got what I deserve. Fuck, nigga. Hold on, wait a minute. And our last honorable mention, What's Going On by Marvin Gaye. Alright, so we just wrapped up the slow build category. That was number one. Category number two, the knock you off your ass. I mentioned earlier, Beyonce loves to start an album with a hard-hitting banger. She's done it on a few occasions. The opening track on B-Day is Deja Vu. The intro track on 4 is Love on Top. But if I had to name one favorite opening track by Beyonce that knocks you off your ass, it would have to be the opening from Dangerously in Love and the intro, Crazy in Love. Yes. So 
What's impressive and dangerous, no pun intended, about starting an album like Dangerously in Love with a song like Crazy in Love is that you know that the rest of the album has to deliver. And it does. She's got songs like Baby Boy, Me, Myself, and I, Signs, Speechless. There's so many songs that you can choose from that many people might not even think that Crazy in Love is the best song on the album. And that is the mark of a special Knock You Off Your Ass intro track. Another artist that loves to start an album off with a knock you off your ass song, Michael Jackson. All right, now listen to this. These are a lineup of Michael Jackson's intro songs, okay? So let's start with the intro from what might be the greatest album of all time, Thriller. And the intro track, Wanna Be Starting Something. The intro from Bad, Bad. The intro from Dangerous, Jam. And let's cap it off with my favorite Michael Jackson intro track. That is the intro from Off the Wall and the song Don't Stop Till You Get Enough. You know, I was I was wondering, you know, if you could keep on because the force has got a lot of power and it makes me feel like that. It, it makes me feel like <laughs> Now who, who in the world besides maybe Beyonce has even nearly as many recognizable, bangable, amazing tracks to open an album. And these are just the openers of an album. And like Beyonce, Mike knew I can't just start an album off with a banger and then have a forgettable rest of my album. No, each of these albums continue to deliver. Let's check out the track list on Thriller. Starts with Wanna Be Starting Something. Then what else is on there? Well, there's Thriller, there's Beat It, there's Billie Jean, there's Human Nature, there's PYT. These are the makings of an incredible, incredible album. When you can start with a song that is gonna be having people get up out of their seats, like it's a song you can't sit down to, and you still know that this isn't even as good as the album gets, that's special. So those are my favorite intro tracks from artists that love to knock you off your ass. Here are some honorable mentions. Gangsta by Schoolboy Q. This is off his album Oxymoron. Just just stupid the way this album starts. Hello. Hello. Fat rap. My daddy a gangster. <laughs> 
Straight Outta Compton by N.W.A., a classic. You are now about to witness the strength of street knowledge. And let's wrap up these honorable mentions with one more classic, Smells Like Teen Spirit by Nirvana, which is the intro track from their album, Nevermind. Let's get into category three, Drake's intro tracks. So we've talked about slow build songs and we've talked about knock you off your ass songs. Some artists choose one or the other, but Drake, well, Drake has mastered the art of being able to do both. He can have a slow building song like Over My Dead Body. He can start the album off with a hard hitting song like Free Smoke, or he can start the album with a song that slowly builds to a hard hitter like Tuscan Leather. This song is somewhere between a slow build and a knock you off your ass. It slowly builds to be a banger. And by far the most impressive moment is the beat switch about halfway through the track. And this isn't even the only beat switch on the track. There's like four. And Drake himself says, how long is this nigga gonna spend on the intro? How much time is this nigga spending on the intro? Lately I've been feeling like God pierced my mental. I just Drake is literally on the song, breaking the fourth wall, telling you he is aware, aware that he is rapping for a long ass time on this intro song. And you are like, keep it going, Drake. We, yeah, take your time, Pastor. Take your time now. This song is something that keeps, keeps giving. And that's exactly what Nothing Was the Same was, because it's a great album that keeps giving. It's especially hard for me to pick just one other intro track that I think highlights the brilliance of Drake's intros, but I'll go with the one that is in a close second for my favorite of Drake's intros, which is Over My Dead Body. What I love about this intro is that it does something that few albums are able to do. In the intro, it captures the album cover. So if you can picture it right now, the album cover of Take Care is Drake sitting at a dining table alone with all this gold around him, but his expression is somber. He's looking down. He's not in triumph. He's still missing something. It's almost like I have all of these accomplishments, but what does it mean without somebody to share it with? that is very much captured in this song right it's like you know a sad boy flex like i have everything i want but something's still missing kind of thing 
and this this song is just like damn it just hits you you know it hits you somewhere and you like i feel you drake i feel you man I think I killed everybody in the game last year, man, fuck it, I was on, though. And I thought I found a girl of my dreams at the strip club, mm-mm, fuck it, I was wrong, though. Shout out to all my niggas living tax-free, nowadays it's six figures when they tax me. Oh, well, guess you lose some and win some, long as the outcome is income. So those are my two favorite Drake intro songs, Tuscan Leather and Over My Dead Body. But here are my runner-ups for favorite Drake intro tracks. My third favorite is Legend, which appears on If You're Reading This, It's Too Late. How did he flip this beat of Pony by Genuine into this song? That shit is incredible. When I pull up on a nigga, tell that nigga bad, bad. I'm too good with the words, watch a nigga bad track. If I die, all I know is I'm a motherfucking legend. It's too late for my city. I'm the youngest nigga rapping. Oh my God, oh my God. If I die, I'm a legend. Oh my God, oh my God. If I die. For my next honorable mention, you know, I got a lot of love for Free Smoke off of More Life. I love how it starts and you think it's going to be like this slow build song until the beat drops. And more tune for your head top, so watch how you speak on my name, you know? And the final honorable mention from Drake's great intro tracks, it comes from So Far Gone, the intro Houston, Atlanta, Vegas. Alright, so so far we've covered three types of intro tracks. We've covered the slow build, the knock you off your ass, the Drake, and now this is category number four, the story intro track. So the story intro track is kind of similar to the slow build. It allows you to ease into the world of the album. But what it does on top of that is it really helps you visualize where is this taking place? What is this story about? Who's in the story? And where is it starting? Somebody that does this extremely well is Kendrick Lamar. Essentially, every one of Kendrick Lamar's albums is a story. It is a narrative. It has a theme. It has a concept. And you can see how the characters, the people, the themes pretty much move throughout the album. He does this first on Section 80. Then he does it on Good Kid, Mad City. Again, on To Pimp a Butterfly. And then lastly, on his most recent album, Damn. So of all of these intro tracks we can choose from, which are my favorites? Well, I've got to start with Wesley's Theory, which is, of course, the intro track from To Pimp a Butterfly. Now, at the time of releasing To Pimper Butterfly, Kendrick was at the height of his career. His previous album was Good Kid, Mad City. It was a critical success, a commercial hit, and a fan favorite. So when it was time to drop To Pimper Butterfly, Kendrick had every reason to release a safe mainstream album. But that's not what this is. 
because despite his success to this point, he was experiencing survivor's guilt, a deep sadness for the fact that he had made it and others from his hometown of Compton didn't. So what does he do? On the intro, he raps about all the things he thought he would do once he got his big break. He's boasting as if life is as great as we think it'd be. And that's what's great about this song as a storytelling intro. It shows us something that we know is gonna change and evolve throughout the album. When I get signed, homie, I'm at Kaboo. Hit the dance floor, strobe lights in a room. Snatch your little secretary, bitch, for the homies. Blue eyed devil with a fat ass mouth. I'ma buy a brand new cutty on Vows. Truck the hood up two times, do flow. Plan them on everything, plan them on wedding right? Married to the game at a bad bitch shows. When I get signed, homie, I'ma buy a strap. Straight from the CIA, set it on my lap. Take a few M16s to the hood. Pass them all out on a black one's good. I'ma put the cop to swap me by the White House. Republican run up, get and while we're on the topic of Kendrick Lamar, let's take a second to appreciate his other great intro tracks. Here's a clip from his first album, Section 80, that intro track, Fuck Your Ethnicity. I recognize all of every creed and color. With that being said, Fuck your ethnicity. You understand that? We can talk about a lot of shit that concerns you. Only you. You know, we gotta mention the classic skit from Good Kid Matt City on the opening track, Shireen, aka Master Splinter's Daughter, where his dad is talking to him about some dominoes. Hello? Yeah, where my motherfucking dominoes at? And last but not least, my second favorite intro track of Kendrick Lamar's after Wesley's Theory is the intro track from Damn, and that song is Blood. So I was taking a walk the other day, and I seen a woman, a blind woman, pacing up and down the sidewalk. She seemed to be a bit frustrated. All right, I've got a couple more artists that I want to bring up, and I'll go with an artist other than Kendrick Lamar, but also within the camp of TDE, Top Dog Entertainment, and the artist I'm talking about is SZA. So SZA's first song on Control is Supermodel, and in the beginnings of Supermodel, we hear someone talking, and this person is actually SZA's mom. That's my greatest fear, that if, if I lost control or did not have control, things would just, you know, I and what she says is if i lost control or did not have control things would just you know it would be fatal and this is sort of what SZA is grappling with throughout the album which is this notion of control feeling in control or not in control of relationships feeling not in control of the direction that life is taking us and what's great about this opening is it's kind of poetic in a way SZA leaves a lot of what is said on the album up to interpretation. We can hear this song at different points in our lives and have different interpretations of what that opening message that her mom says means. And one of the elements of a great intro song is one that you can come to time and time again and have a different understanding of what it's about. What's great about the skits throughout the album is that they're not really heavy handed. They're not telling you this is the lesson, this is the message. Instead, whatever lesson or message there is to get from the song, we have to come to that conclusion ourselves. 
And on the note of storytelling intros, I've got to mention the intro to The Miseducation of Lauren Hill by none other than Lauren Hill. This intro is especially great because it sticks with the entire theme of the album. Miseducation, the opening kit takes place in a classroom, teacher is calling out names for role, and Miss Lauren Hill is nowhere to be found. Please respond when I call your name. Right, Kevin Charles, Jairus Boykin, Alicia Simmons. Philip Valdez, Gabrielle Salado, um, Latoya Bradbury, Anton Mitchell, Shaquan Sutton, Corey Thomas, Taryn Lucas, Tamia Caldwell, Tamika Marshall, Lauren Hill, Lauren Hill. Lauren Hill. All right, it's time to move into our final category, but first, we have to have to mention the intro track from My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. That opening by Nicki Minaj with that poem read in this faux British accent, pfft, impeccable. And the name of that song, of course, is Dark Fantasy. You might think you've peeped the scene. You haven't. The real one's far too mean. The watered down one, the one you know, was made up centuries ago. They made it sound all whack and corny. Yes, it's awful, blasted, boring, twisted fiction, sick addiction. We'll gather around children's rapid lesson. Can we get much higher? Alright, this final section, the fifth and final category of intro tracks, this is called the fine wine intro track. So, what does fine wine do? It ages, ages well over time. And this is exactly what this category is about. These are intro tracks. The first time you heard them, you were like, what am I even listening to? And these are some of the best intro tracks because it gets you excited about an album that you can continue to listen to time and time again. These are the albums that we cherish the most, right? The ones that we feel like get better over time. The ones that just hit us and we're like, you know, I'm in this mood to listen to this album right now. And what better way to listen to an album than listen to one that has a great opening and one that you continue to go back to and enjoy more and more each time you come back to it. So for this category, I had a number of options I could choose from, but I had to start with my favorite artist and that's Frank Ocean, Nikes. Now, if you liked Nikes the first time you heard it, you are more enlightened than I am. And if you like Nikes now, everybody like Nikes. Who, who, who you special? Well, I, I definitely don't think I'm special in my love for this song. And I don't think I'm special in how much this song has grown on me over time. The first time I heard Blonde, I didn't quite know how I felt about it. I didn't think that it was not a good album, and I also wasn't immediately in love with it. I kind of needed time to process it, which I think is an element of great music, you know? And for sure, there are definitely intro tracks that grab you right off the bat and you're like, I'm in love with it and it's great. And that's not to take anything away from those songs. I think there are some forms of greatness 
that are immediately recognizable and there are other forms of greatness that take time to appreciate because they're different right and i love i love i love this song nikes Next up, Me and Your Mama by Childish Gambino. Childish Gambino, like Frank, is one of my favorite artists. And so I was so excited about hearing this album that was coming out. The bar was super high. And this especially coming off his previous album, Because the Internet, which is one of my favorite albums. So I'm jumping into this album by an artist that I love. And the song starts and I'm like, what the hell is this? Like, I feel it viscerally. I feel like my body processed the song before my mind did. I felt like I got chills. I got goosebumps. I was like kind of overtaken by the song. But if you were to ask me what I thought about it, I, I couldn't tell you. I didn't have words to articulate what I felt. And this is exactly what this album is meant to do. It's inspired by funk albums, which are really much less about what you say and more about how you say it. It's a lot less about what you think about it and more about what you feel about it. And the most impactful experience you can have is just letting it take you over and just feeling it and I feel this shit My next fine wine intro track comes from Tyler, the creator. It's the intro from his album, Igor, and the song, Igor's Theme. So the more that I think about it, the more that I realize as artists create amazing albums, the more they feel confident to take big risks with their next album, especially with the intro tracks from their next album. All right, ride with me. So Frank Ocean, he drops Channel Orange, a huge success. His next album is Blonde. The opening track is Nike's, a more experimental track. Childish Gambino, he drops Because the Internet, a huge success. And so on his next album, Awaken My Love, he has a six minute instrumental, which is inspired more by funk and soul than it is by rap. And so in Tyler, the creator's case, his previous album is Flower Boy, 
undeniably one of the best albums of the past decade. And to follow up this masterful piece of art, he has this album called Igor coming out. And so like the previous artists that I mentioned, Childish Gambino and Frank Ocean, I'm like, what is Tyler gonna do now? Like this last album was so damn good. I don't know what he could possibly bring to this next one that will be both new and exciting. And what he does is something that's new and exciting. And I think the perfect way to describe this song is exactly how Tyler the Creator described it. Right around town, you're gonna feel this one. And I do. All right, Fine Wine Honorable Mentions. Here are two songs that the first time listening to them, I didn't quite know what I was listening to, but since they've grown on me like fine wine. Dance Yourself Clean by LCD Sound System crazy intro and incredible transition on this track and i won't play the full thing here but i'll play for you how the song starts and then the insane insane transition or beat switch that happens about halfway through the song definitely have to hear the whole song to feel the full effect though so this is how the song starts And this is the turn that the song ends up taking. If you want to hear Kid Cudi rapping over that beat, Dance Yourself Clean by LCD Sound System, he has a song called All Talk. That was actually the first song that I heard and then later heard the original version. All right, it's about time to wrap up the show. So let me mention one last fine wine song to take us out. This is track Uno. It appears on Kate Trinata's album, 99.9%. All right, everybody, that wraps up our episode on my favorite intro tracks. Thank you again for listening. If you're interested in content like this, I definitely recommend a YouTube video by Nathan Zed. It's called The Lost Art of Album Sequencing. He talks about intro tracks, but also the sequencing of albums outside of intros as well. So definitely check that out. If you got any other songs that you really love that are intro tracks, drop them in the comments shout them out on social media that's at mood ring radio underscore don't forget the underscore and don't forget to follow us on instagram twitter subscribe on apple Podcasts, soundcloud check out our playlist on spotify i have a whole playlist just about intro songs which features every song from this episode and more and i'll leave the link to the intro songs playlist in the description all right that wraps up the show once again i'm soft spoken and i'm out Thank <laughs> you.